Thank you, church, for having us uh, this morning and uh, inviting us to be part of your worship and giving us this opportunity to share a little about our ministry and also from the Word of God. Thank you uh, to the worship team uh, for the wonderful time of uh, singing, uh, which I really enjoy. Um, and uh, thank you, you know, to uh, the birthday club uh, for that small uh, for that gift, um, which uh, we really appreciate. Back in 2000. Um, when we first completed our language study, we went up north to have a look at where we were going to be based for our ministry location. Uh, it was December, and my birthday is on the 19th of December. My colleagues, Aussies and one American, um, said, you know, come on, it's your birthday. We should be having, you know, something, you know, fun. And I said, sure, uh, let's do this. So they took me to a pizza company restaurant, and um, in my culture, um, it's, it, it's the birthday, uh, it's a person celebrating the birthday, it's, uh, it's his responsibility to be treating. And I felt, what is happening? They decide where to eat, and then they started ordering, and I was thinking, oh, do I have enough money to pay this bill? <laughs> and when it came you know, to pay the bill, they said, oh, in our culture, we actually treat the birthday boy. And then I said, oh, yeah, we'll always you know, use the Aussie culture to celebrate. <laughs> um, so um, that's where we live in uh, northern Thailand, um, up in Chiang Mai. It's 700 kilometers uh, north of Bangkok. And uh, we've been um, based in that city for the last five years. But prior to that, we were out in the bush in the countryside since 2001, right up to 2012. And um, our girls, you know, uh, uh, the pictures are up there. Uh, Yinde is the one that's wearing, you know, the red shirt, and she's uh, going to start year 11 very soon. Uh, Zoe is uh, the one with the glasses, and uh, Libby is in year two. Um, Global Interaction, you know, has a theme, you know, for their May Mission Month. And for this year, it is, I am the vine, and you are the branches. And therefore, um, when I last came in 2015, uh, we talked about a ministry in terms of, you know, um, uh, different sort of um, posts that holds, you know, a house together. But this time, you know, we wanted, you know, to sort of use the theme and how we branch out. Now, this morning, when we talk about a ministry, um, please do not sort of, you know, uh, see this as, ah, oh, this is something, you know, the missionaries do, you know. No, all of us are called and chosen to be uh, followers of Jesus and to be active, you know, in our lives. And, and hopefully, when we sort of look at those different areas, uh, there could be things that you are already engaged in, which is fantastic. Uh, but if there are areas where you feel, you know, that you can have um, um, uh, 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 an active role in your workplace or wherever, you know, God has placed you, I hope, you know, um, um, you will join us, you know, in sort of, um, you know, um, uh, bearing fruit, you know, for the kingdom of God. Now, one area is, you know, teaching English, and I've talked about this. It's, 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 it's a platform, it's an identity, and not only that, it's something that we can contribute, you know, to the community. And therefore, uh, this time, uh, I have been invited to work, you know, with uh, this community called Kampeng Ngam. Now, the community is called Kampeng Ngam, and it's located in the area called Kampeng Din, which is earthen wall. For those of you who know Chiang Mai, you have the interior wall and, you know, the exterior, exterior wall. Kampeng Din has a reputation, an infamous reputation of being a red light district 
for many, many years, and that is changing. So for this community, they want to you know, move away from that and have changed the name of their community from Earthen Wall to Beautiful Wall. And um, I have been invited to work you know, in, uh, in, in teaching you know, some of you know, the folks English. So it's an informal education, and the person standing um, behind a lady is the secretary of that community. Whenever I turn up you know, to teach um, um, the students English, he turns on the PA system, which is you know, uh, there, uh, you know, it broadcasted you know, throughout the community, and makes an announcement to all the people, all those of you who have signed up for your English class, your teacher, Achan Boonma, has come. Please come now. And um, yeah, um, I find it very humbling, and I find it also you know, quite embarrassing you know, that your name is broadcasted throughout the community um, uh, as an English teacher, but it's something you know, that we can contribute. Um, my wife, she is involved you know, in uh, what we call you know, the beauty and beyond in a ministry, which is you know, um, hairdressing and um, doing you know, lovely things you know, for women. And basically, she uses that you know, as uh, a place, a space and time where she can relate to people. It's, not, it's, it's for free, it's not, um, it's not for everyone, but it's for people that she has had some connections with and feels you know, that this relationship can go somewhere or this relationship you know, needs you know, some support, and therefore she invites that lady to come. And, um, and, and because she does it for free, uh, she tells them you know, that um, I also get you know, to practice my skills, and therefore it's just a wonderful way for her you know, to relate and connect with the ladies. Uh, besides this, she also teaches English. Um, and there's one particular you know, lady that I want to talk about this morning, just quickly, uh, Dang, who um, has a clothing uh, shop, and uh, Vili used to go you know, and purchase you know, some clothes from her. When she realized that Vili was also you know, teaching English, she said, I want to come and teach English. So she came. When she entered you know, our front courtyard, the first thing she did was look around for the spirit house. Now, the spirit house is very common throughout Thailand because it's folk Buddhism, and they believe in the Buddhist faith and also uh, spirits, uh, you know, um, animistic belief. And she turned around looking for the spirit house because they believe that the spirit protects you know, the place. And Vili told her, no, we are you know, Christians. You know, we, are, we are believers and uh, we don't have any you know, um, spirit house. You know, God you know, will protect us. But she still kept on going all around the house, whying, worshipping, and then started her English class you know, with Vili and told her, a lot of foreigners come and teach English. But not only English do they teach, but they also t like to talk about the scripture. And I'm not really interested. I only want to learn English. So Vuli um, 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 thought about that and replied and said, that's fine. I'm only here to teach you English if that's what you want. But if there ever be a time that you see some signs or you see some dreams or even dream about Jesus, then I'm here to explain to you about Jesus. And that relationship continues um, for around eight months now. It's someone you know, that you can pray for. Her name is Dang. And we hope that this relationship can be redeemed for the kingdom. So that's just you know, a small way of you know, how we can be active in our own communities. The other area that we branch out is uh, through community projects. And um, uh, we've been helping you know, um, in small uh, villages, um, particularly with older folks. And in this picture, you know, it's uh, Ponu, who is a believer. Um, he's 75 years old, and we uh, installed a commode um, um, 
um, to replace a squat toilet at the age of 75, and also put in a shower head, which he's using for the first time in his life. So uh, just areas you know, where we can you know, have a holistic you know, uh, nature you know, to the ministry in providing uh, things you know, that um, um, are, are of convenience to people. Uh, also a playground equipment for um, the house church in Bansa that we've talked about um, um, at the daycare center. The other area that you know, we uh, branch out is in friendship evangelism, which is the core of our ministry. And this is what we are all of us you know, called to do, which is sharing the gospel to people around us. And um, I particularly chose this photo because it's my friend, the barber. And I've been having this relationship for four years, and it doesn't seem to be going anywhere. Just before I came to Australia on the 2nd of May, I was going to be on my own for the four weeks because my wife had to look after my children who were uh, having school uh, back in Chiang Mai. I told Korn, please cut my hair really short because it's pretty expensive you know, to have a haircut in Australia so that it lasts me four weeks till my wife arrives. <laughs> and in that conversation, he told me about um, some of the hardships. And he opened up and he told me about his mother who has Alzheimer's, his father who is old, his mother-in-law and father-in-law who had you know, um, a fall and they were having you know, real difficult problems in their lives. And he told me that he's been praying hard, of course, to, um, to, to, in Buddhism they also pray. But this time I told him, you've got to mention the name of Jesus. Try it. And we just sang a song that there is power in the name of Jesus. And I told him, if, 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 if you are having such difficulty in your life, why don't you try calling out the name of Jesus? And with that, I left him. And I'm hoping when I return back to Thailand that there would be something, some transforming, not some transformation that would take place in his life, that the power of the name of Jesus would really help Khan understand what it is all about life and um, how we respond you know, to the gospel. So friendship evangelism is really important. The other area that we you know, branch out is in discipleship. So uh, there have been you know, people who have come to faith, uh, and we've had you know, a number of baptisms uh, last year in 2017. Um, a lot of stories to share, but we don't have the time. And so we you know, do you know, Bible study worship in you know, this, these two small groups. Um, in the next slide, you know, we see you know, the, the, house, the, the church, the community that, um, that we have been part of since 2005 and we go and support them um, every month, uh, once a month. Uh, in fact, the last time that I took Vili with me, she was wondering, who are those ladies? I've never seen them before. And so that's just wonderful in the way that they have the passion uh, and the burden to share the gospel to uh, people in their family. The other area that we you know, branch out is in uh, pastoral care and equipping. Uh, and because I'm part of the Church of Christ in Thailand who provides... Uh, me with a visa, I've been asked to look after two small you know, churches that do not have pastors. And um, uh, please uh, keep these churches you know, in your prayer. The one you know, um, on the right is called Banbua, and that church used to have around 40 members. Um, but when I was asked you know, to help with this church three years ago, they were reduced to just four. And one of them was in her 90s, uh, and the others were in their 60s. Uh, and this happened because of social persecution. Funerals are really big. In fact, I think I might have talked about funerals in my last visit you know, to Kilsyth. And uh, what they did was they said, okay, if you're a believer, you're a Christian, uh, you don't need to be part of a funeral fund. Uh, 
which is, um, um, which is you know, um, something that you can use when you have to conduct a funeral, that you get a you know, good sum of money to conduct funerals for three days, five days, depending on your status and wealth. And therefore, a lot of them you know, um, um, went back to their old religion uh, purely because of that. Uh, and right now, you know, we're from four, you know, we've um, um, come up to around 10, 11, which is wonderful. Please continue to pray for these churches because it is not difficult. It, it is not easy to be a believer, a follower of Jesus in a predominantly Buddhist society. Um, yeah, so they need, you know, our prayers. The other area of, you know, where we branch out is in leadership trainings. Uh, right now, we have, you know, uh, three faith communities uh, out, in the country, uh, out in the countryside, and uh, we bring the leaders together and have, you know, two big combined, you know, uh, trainings. And uh, these uh, leaders are lay leaders. They aren't paid. Uh, they, they, they meet, you know, in, uh, in the homes of believers. And these lay leaders, 90% of them are farmers. And, um, uh, and, and they, you know, lead the church and teach the scripture. And uh, one of, you know, the area that we try to uh, help them understand is sustainability of not being dependent on, um, on, on foreign, you know, uh, on foreign, you know, people or resources, you know, but to be able to, you know, to look after themselves right from the beginning. Um, besides that, uh, in my role, you know, I also have been given you know, the responsibility of leading the ethnic Thai team, and uh, which is, you know, to give um, direction um, and strategy to our team in doing our ministry. Right now, we have six units, and uh, five of them are. Uh, um, working you know, with the ethnic ties, and there's one family working with the current people. Um, and so these are you know, areas you know, that you know, we uh, ask you all you know, to uh, continue to partner with us as a team as you know, we bring you know, the gospel to the Thai people. Some statistics um, of Thailand is that it's a country of 67 million people, of which around 52 to 55 would be the ethnic ties, and the Christian population is 0.58 right now. And therefore, there is you know, a great need you know, to reach out to the ethnic ties. Um, as a team, we would like to branch out. And we have two young families. Uh, we are based in that province uh, of Nan. And uh, because we have faith communities that can look after themselves, um, lead the you know, services by themselves, teach scripture, uh, we feel that we are at that point where we can branch out and start new communities of faith. And as Global Interaction staff, we see ourselves as starters and then give it over to the locals to do the expansion and the growth of the house churches. However, our two young families, they are in their second year, they are in their third year, they'll be completing you know, their first term, and in the second term, we are hoping to branch out just 30 kilometers from where we have faith and community churches. Our problem is that young families have children uh, between the age of eight to two. And out in the bush, there is no proper schools. And therefore, we really rely on people from Australia to come and help with the homeschooling program. Besides that, uh, the families are going to be on their own for certain periods when one family comes back to do you know, their furlough or deputation. And therefore, we really need support staff for our two young families if we want to branch out and start more communities of faith. We really depend on your prayers. And if you know of any people who could help us you know, with the homeschooling program, 
please, you know, uh, please let us know because uh, that is a critical need that we have. And, and, we, and we believe, you know, God, you know, has all the resources, you know, for us, you know, to branch out as a team. But it's something, you know, that I'd just like to, you know, throw out there if people, you know, do know of anyone who can be of help in the homeschool program. Jesus says, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I remain in you, you will bear fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Now, when Jesus makes that statement, it is powerful, it is meaningful. But if I or you were to make an I am statement, it is pretty ordinary. It probably just gives you know, information. I can say I am a missionary, I am a teacher, I am a father, I am a footballer. And you might be thinking, oh, what kind of a footballer is he? Look at his size. But here I mean, you know, soccer, you know, because that's what we play, you know, and that's what we say, you know, soccer is football back in Thailand in a lot of Asian countries. But when I make those I am statements, you don't really feel anything. It's just information being passed on to you. You're not really excited. You're not really sort of, yes, yeah, so what? I can also make those I am statements. But when Jesus makes the I am statements in the book of John, it is, it, it, it is absolutely mind-blowing for someone who's never heard. For someone to say, I am the door. I am the bread of life. I am the death. I, 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 I am the life and you know, uh, the resurrection of life. And therefore, when Jesus makes those I am statements, you know, we've got to understand more of how is it powerful and can relate to me so that I am empowered. Because when Jesus says, I am the vine and you are the branches, in that last final I am statements of Jesus, he qualifies that I am the true vine with you are the branches. Now, if you look at names, are names important? In scripture, yes. Probably in our cultures also, names are really important. In Thailand, uh, most uh, Thais, in fact, all Thais have nicknames. Nicknames, you know, and in fact, you can have neighbors who know each other by nicknames and do not know each other's real name. That's very much possible. Uh, when I go and visit you know, the house churches, uh, I stay in a guest house where the owner of the guest house um, um, has two sons, and he's named you know, the, you know, the eldest son FIFA, F-I-F-A, and the youngest son as Euro. Now, these are you know, the two big you know, soccer competitions you know, of the world, and this happened you know, around five, six years ago. So here is a dad who's named his sons FIFA and Euro because he has a hope and he prays probably that his sons would be really good in soccer and have those skills. But that's all he can do. But that's all he can do is that have hope and pray that his sons will have those skills in soccer, most probably. But when God gives names in the scripture, take, for example, the name of Eve, who became the mother of all living beings, or you know, the name of Abraham to Abraham, father of you know, the multitude of nations, or uh, Jacob, who is one of my favorite characters in the Bible, becomes Israel, he who strives with God. And take the beautiful name of Jesus, which means he who saves. So when God gives name to people, God has the power to enable that person to become the name he has assigned to that person. And that's what God can do. 
And if you look at the name of God in the book of Exodus, where God speaks to Moses through the burning bush, God tells Moses, I am who I am. That's my name. Two times. And then further says, the Lord, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, sends you. And the word the Lord is Yahweh, which is the divine name of the God of the scripture that we have. And therefore, here we can see that the I am that uh, Jesus makes in the New Testament, in the book of John, those statements becomes meaningful when we relate it to what God has revealed himself as I am who I am. So when Jesus says, I am the true vine, Jesus is the true vine. That's the name of Jesus too, the true vine. Israel was depicted as always the vine as a nation, but it was a vine meant to be planted, to be a blessing to the people, but it failed. But here was the true vine in Jesus, and that's the name that Jesus has. I am the true vine. And Jesus doesn't stop there and continues and says, you are the branches. And when Jesus tells us, you are the branches, it's for the first time that I can make an I am statement that is meaningful. I am a branch because God has given me that name to be a branch, to remain connected in Jesus and to bear fruit. And today, God is telling us, you are the branches. And for the first time, we as followers of Jesus can say, I am a branch, not an ordinary branch, but a branch that is connected to the true vine, Jesus. One of, the house, uh, one of the mainstream churches that you know, I help look after, the church secretary has an orchard of lamiai. Lamiai is a plant that's extensively grown in northern Thailand. It looks like a lychee, uh, but it's smaller and is brown in color and has you know, the flesh you know, almost like a lychee and is quite sweet too. So we had taken you know, you know, some seeds back to India and planted at you know, Vili's uh, uh, parents' place. And those seeds became real big trees, but never, you know, bore fruit. And therefore, I went back, you know, to the church secretary, and I told him, what is the technique? What is it? You know, like, we took seeds, you know, and we've planted it, but it's not bearing any fruit. And he said, Achan, which is teacher, normally when we, you know, uh, for us, you know, to propagate, you know, this plant, what we do is we cut off the branch from a tree that is already bearing fruit. And we take a branch, and then, you know, we uh, take the bark off, probably, you know, the, uh, the width of probably one inch. Take the bark off till you see the white skin underneath. And then you take a, um, a plastic bag of coconut fiber and wrap it around, you know, the bark where you've taken, you know, the bark off. And then that's how you propagate. And I still wasn't, you know, uh, understanding what he was trying to explain to me because I don't have that agricultural background. And I said... Yeah, so you do all that, and then you just plant in the ground, and it starts bearing fruit after some months? He said, no. Before you do that, you take that same plant where you've had coconut fibers, and you take it back to the tree and tie it to one of the branches, and you make a slit at the uh, top so that you know, when it rains, water can you know, seep through. And you leave it there for three months, and after three months, you will see white roots all around those coconut fiber. And you know that roots have taken place in that branch that you've cut off, but you've joined to the main branch, which is called air layering. And then you cut that branch, 
and plant it again, and then that will start to grow as a tree and start bearing fruit. And that's a wonderful picture that I got of what it means to be connected to Jesus. That there has to be some things that I might have to, you know, take out of me, peel it away from me, my old nature, my old life, and connect to Jesus and remain in there till I am strong and then branch out. Now, talking about trees, we all have a very good understanding of what a tree can do. A tree can bear fruit. Now, in that verse, I am the vine and you are the branches. There is a constant theme in the New Testament of bearing fruit. And bearing fruit can be in different areas of our lives. For example, in Colossians, Paul talks you know, to the people of Colossae and says, we really thank you, you know, we pray for you and we thank you so much you know, for your faith. And we've heard about you. Paul has never seen them, but says you know, that we've heard about your faith and we've seen how the gospel is bearing fruit. So bearing fruit can mean winning people to Christ. But in that first chapter, he goes on to say, we also thank you for all the good works that you do for your righteousness. And therefore, when we talk about bearing fruit, it, it can mean different areas. It can also mean, uh, where Paul talks in Galatians chapter 5 about bearing fruit, the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, faithfulness, goodness, uh, gentleness, and self-control. And if you look at a normal fruit tree, there is a very interesting fact that a lot of us just take it for granted, is that the fruit tree, whichever fruit tree it is, whether it's a mango, or whether it's a lychee, or a strawberry, or whether it's um, a mandarin, the fruit tree bears fruit not for its own consumption, but for others. You will never see a mango fruit tree produce fruit for its own consumption, but rather it's meant for children to come and pick that lovely fruit, and enjoy that beautiful mango. And so, when Paul talks about those uh, fruit of the, you know, uh, of the Spirit, of the Holy Spirit, basically it's all relational, you know, um, uh, re relational fruit. That if you and me are to live a life of following Jesus, led by the Holy Spirit and producing fruit, you and me are to produce those fruits. Not for myself, not for my own consumption, but for others around me. As a family, if I can produce patience, it's my girls, it's my wife who enjoys that. If I can show kindness, gentleness, it's not meant for me to become a more righteous person, no. But when I produce that, it's meant for others around me to enjoy that fruit. And when that person reciprocates to me, I also enjoy that fruit, and we become a community a kingdom that God you know, wants us to be like and living you know, with uh, a lot of joy and happiness. And therefore this morning, when we look at this particular verse from John, I am the vine and you are the branches. God is reminding us that, yes, I've placed you in this workplace. I've placed you in this community. I've placed you here. But don't be afraid because I have empowered you to be a branch that can bear fruit, because that is the new name I am giving to you. You are the branches. But the condition is that if you remain in me, 
I will remain in you, and I will empower you to bear fruit in your own community. Let us pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for your word. We want to thank you for the powerful statement that Jesus made, which is not a statement, but which is, which is, which is, which is powerful in that it gives nourishment, it gives direction, it gives purpose to us, Lord, as his followers. And today, Father, we come as a community to acknowledge that we are the branches connected to you, the true vine. And we want to bear fruit in our lives. And we want to bring smiles to people all around us. We want to bring, Father, happiness and love and joy in our communities. Father, we pray, Lord, that this morning that you would speak to each one of us, that you would help us to be that person who bears fruit for your kingdom. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Moana. It's been great to have you and the family with us today, and thank you for sharing from God's Word. Let's stand as we sing.